in Joshua chapter 4, verse 6. Because uh, Joshua commanded them to take stones, so these would have been large stones, upon the shoulders, uh, numbering the, the tribes of the children of Israel. Verse 6, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Uh, that thought there is repeated in same chapter, verse 21. So they took the twelve stones and they assembled it in a way where obviously it was done where it, it could be noticed. And he spake unto the children of Israel, verse 21, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, so this is going to happen, because they're going to see this monument, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land, etc. Verse 24, That all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord that is mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. There's a purpose to monuments. It's not just for tourists to come and take a picture with it. There is a, a purpose, especially these, these monuments that we go see, these graves and uh, other monuments that are raised. There is a purpose, and the purpose is, is for the next generation. And that's why I say that it's somewhat sad that that tablet that was mounted in that church, I think is probably gone now forever. Because when I was at that graveside of Jeremiah Lamphere, and I was looking at his, his, that, that monument raised there with his name in the stone, and I was looking at the inscription there saying this he was the founder of the Fulton Street noonday prayer meeting there is a tremendous sense of reality when you are physically able to see this because the the difficulty is at least for me I'm sure it is for anyone when you've heard a story enough times or when you just read it through through the pages of a book it almost becomes hard to believe or fiction or you would never say that and we never would say that but there's just something in our brains that that relegates it to it's not rooted in my reality and especially when you're walking around in a city like New York City today you can't believe. I mean, it takes an enormous amount of imagination to believe that a revival of that scale took place in that city. Okay. It's, it's unbelievable. Except it weren't for monuments like this that are raised up where you can see this actually happened here. This actually happened. Here's the monument to prove it. I can put my hand on it. 
I can see where it said, oh, the noonday prayer meeting. Wow, this is what we read about. Here's where he's buried. And so that's, that is the purpose of monuments. That was the purpose of this monument that was raised in Joshua's time. It's because there always is going to be a future generation that will forget. They'll forget. And I think we've forgotten. Um, I mentioned that we were talking with these interns, and they were familiar with the story, but just very loosely familiar with it. It wasn't something that they knew a lot of details about. I was, thinking, I was telling them, you know, it's just around the corner from here, Fulton and William Street. You could walk there from here where all that happened. And it's it's wonderful. And so when we went out to see the, the grave, it just made it all the more real. And I would encourage us all here today, this is not just a uh, a report on my trip to New York. This is not about that. I would encourage us all today to jog our own memories with the purpose of praying very specifically. You see, the purpose of this memorial was so that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord. What? That it is mighty. God is mighty. And we want the whole world to know that God is great. He's great. There's all these competing gods and and ideologies and idols nowadays that are being raised up and everybody's all equal and, and you know no God is so far above anything and everything but he needs to show that to the people. And I hope that we as a group of praying people will never stray at least too far away from this target, this this focus that we are praying that God will make or will manifest. He is great. He will manifest His greatness in our day, in our generation. I want to see not just a repeat. We're not here just to see a repeat of what God did in the past. You see, God can do even greater. That, In a, in a sense, that's limiting God. God could do far greater. And, you know, friends, we're not... We're not predicting the future, but when you see all the stage being set today with with all that's going on in the world today, I believe with all of my heart that there needs to be a people that know God in this generation right now, that know God and that are seeking God with all of their heart. And this is more for me than it is for you, but we just need to not give up in this. Because unbelief is a terrible thing. Weariness and um, just sort of falling back into, well, we tried it and we'll just, you know. It's a terrible thing. But we must not allow ourselves to because be succumbed to discouragement because it's not happening the way we want to see it happen, or our prayers uh, aren't being answered the way that we had hoped or believed. Uh, we see this in the New Testament with various cases 
of the Lord testing the faith of the individual by denying initially their request, ignoring seemingly their request. But it is all a test. It's a test to see what we have if it's genuine. And I'm praying that the Lord will not just give me this sort of uh, in, you know, endurance, like, okay, I'm going to do this. No, I want what I have in my heart to be genuine, so genuine that I can't give up. So, the importance of monuments. 